episode 101. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, hey. Welcome back, everybody. And this is Bobby. We're back. And oh my goodness, we're about to start the new season. I'm, I'm so pumped. I, I, you guys have no idea how pumped I am. How pumped are you? I know. I, I'm probably just as pumped as you are. I, I've been on the hype train for a while now. You got your Reeboks? You get your Reebok pumps on? <laughs> You're not as pumped as me. No, I guess not. <laughs> I stand corrected, sir. There you go. Pump yeah, it up. Don't, don't tell me. Yeah, hold on. Psst, psst, psst. <laughs> who, who remembers Reebok punk pumps? When I, I think of... I, 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 I have a feeling I the know. majority of our listeners, I actually feel like because they're around our age, I feel like... Well, I don't even know. I don't know. I are they? Feeling. Are they, though? Well, I the don't people know. that we meet... Or around yeah. our age, right? I guess so. I guess you're right. Whenever I, I think right. of pumps, I honestly think of white men can't jump. <laughs> when they like, here, here. I, I know what your problem is, bro. I, I really I'm not going to do a go out like that. Wesley Snipes. You still Snipes. Rosie Perez. You know what oh, I'm saying? Hell yeah. Rosie Perez. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I know what I'm watching when I get home. <laughs> and my cousin Vinny. Oh, hell Yeah. <laughs> All no, right, I've right. seen that. I've seen that recently. I, I watched that two nights ago. There you go. All right, shout guys. Out. Shout out to Marissa Tomei. <laughs> We're at episode one hundred and one. This was the fulcrum of the the LA is our house podcast. This is when we we're going to change the game. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything so, has been leading up to this point. That's right. Preseason like, is now officially over for us. This is like. Avengers, Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Everything's true. been leading up to this, but you know what? It's probably going to end up like what? Justice League. Don't go that. No, don't okay. go that far. That's, <laughs> okay. that's right. okay. 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 Maybe the second Fantastic Four movie. Okay. Okay. Mm. <laughs> like Rise of the Silver Surfer level. We'll get there. What? It ended up being not a terrible movie, despite a bad Galactus. Why do you have to depress me before we start the show, man? God. Yeah, and you're yeah, whatever you do, angry. don't freeze. And you're getting me angry on a different subject now. God damn it, dude. Welcome to the uh, <laughs> DC Sucks podcast. <laughs> Not their comics. Their comics are actually pretty good. Comics are yeah, better. Yeah. Comics are way better. Way. Action comics. Oh, action comics. Mm. <laughs> Although I'm behind. Sorry, Luz. Dude, number 1,000 is like next week. What the hell? 1,000 1, 1, issues of... Uh, oh, no, two weeks. Uh, 1,000 issues of Action Comics. I, I might have get to pick on that it. one gotta, up. Oh, you definitely have to pick that yeah, one up. Yeah, I got to so go. Damn, I got to go back to the comic shop. Spend $300 next week. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow, right. we're, 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 we're... Okay, we're Galaxy. Like, this is Ellie is our house. <laughs> there we are. There we go. <laughs> 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 I did that for you, Thank Bobby. You. Thank All right, so... Guys, we, the LA Galaxy, we, the LA Galaxy had their final preseason match before 2018 is about to kick off a 2-1 loss to Vancouver. Um, I want to get, I don't want to get too far into this because it's just a preseason game. As we know, this has been the theme of the preseason. Um, And I want to get to our MLS preview show. So we'll just touch on this really quick. Um, Joao Pedro starts uh, in place of uh, uh, Jonathan Dos Santos, uh, who was held out as a precaution to uh, possible injury. So uh, they say it's just a precaution. It looks like they're withholding a lot of information that they usually are pretty forthcoming. Uh, excuse me. They're the most transparent team in the league. I'm sorry. I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joao Pedro starts and gets injured. 
Um, unfortunately, uh, the good news is Servando Carrasco comes in for the injured Pedro and impressed. He was all over the place. The game changed when Servando Carrasco came on. Uh, my mom, who was at the game with me, uh, said that she remi- he reminded or he looked like from far away, I guess, Mike McGee. So she was happy with him. So Latin <laughs> Mike McGee, I guess, is what we'll call him this year, um, <laughs> according to my mom. Uh, but she was like, man, that guy's all over the place. He's And, and he really did impress me. Um, Legette looked really good, too. I think that Legette is like two weeks away from being a 90-minute player. I'm very excited for Legette's yeah, year. I expected that. Yeah. Um, the, one, the one downside other than the Gio Pedro injury, um, although he's way down in the depth chart, so I don't know how... Uh, bad yeah, that is can't be that devastating. Um, Alessandrini nearly scores an acrobatic bicycle kick, and the ball gets blocked by a defender's hand. I hope whoever that was gets a hefty fine from MLS because that was a thing of beauty. Are you sure about that? Because it's preseason, it can't be a golazo if it's preseason, right, David? Is that one no. of your rules? No, wait, it can, did, did it can we, certainly be a golazo. Have you ever said that? No, well, never. He oh, has okay. said that if you score a goal in the World Cup, it's a golazo, but the exact no, same no, goal no, no, in a no, regular no, no, game no. is not. No, so. no, incorrect. That is not how I said it. I am not going to go down this road with you today, Lewis. Um, <laughs> overall, overall, the team doesn't seem too worried about the result. They like the amount of chances that they created. Ola Kamara misses a chip, uh, and that was a miss, Lewis. That was not – it was – Although the the keeper caught it and essentially was a block, it was a missed opportunity a miss. because Ola Kamara never should have tried to chip the keeper. I mean, that, that wasn't his only miss of the night. He actually had quite a few that he missed, uh, either because uh, he had a bad first touch or he touched the ball once too many times where he could have uh, taken a shot and didn't take the shot or couldn't take the shot. Um, so, again, this is preseason. Go ahead and make your mistakes right now. Um, but... Come March or come Sunday, um, those uh, type of opportunities better land on the back of the net. Yeah, this is the time. This see, Bobby mentioned last last week. This is the time we want to see these open wounds. We want to see what the mistakes are. We want to see the open wounds. To, you know, after this week, put the put Neosport on on no, it. They need to be closed. Got to be healed. They need to be. They Gotta need to close be sewed up. up. They're sewed up. Stitch they, those things up. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Well, yep, if there yep, is yep, any yep, opening. Yep. If there are any openings uh, on this team, it's definitely on the back line, uh, which um, continues to be a problem and was a problem throughout the entire preseason, uh, allowing uh, three goals, four goals, uh, multiple goals uh, in almost all of their games, with the exception of the two games that they won, uh, a 10-man C-squad who played 24 hours prior to when uh, the Galaxy played them, and a USL side. Those are the two teams that they, they beat in the entire preseason and, and the times that they uh, allowed either one goal or less. All the other games, they um, just defensive um, miscues, mental lapses. Um, this, again, it's something that you would prefer to see in the preseason, uh, and to you know correct them um, now that you see the problems, but um, it, it definitely is a little discouraging going into the season because I, I think the confidence for a lot of people kind of dipped a little bit. Um, I don't think that you're gonna um, want to throw away the season. Uh, I think that's ludicrous at this point that you are judging the entire team 
based on their performance on the preseason. Keep in mind that last year's team that finished dead last and worst in club history only lost one preseason game. So um, the preseason isn't really that indicative of what you will do in the regular season. And truth be told, all these problems and um, the the chemistry issues and the mental lapses and the mistakes that um, that need <clears throat> to be corrected, we say that they have until Sunday to correct them. But if you want to get more accurate, they have about another four months <laughs> to fix this problem because the first half of the season, I don't want to say it's a throwaway, but let's be honest. The last four or five season of, seasons of MLS – the, the the teams that have either hoisted the cup or have at least made the championship game had a yes. very abysmal first half and a, uh, a very strong second yes, half, the, and that includes the 2014 the, Galaxy. There is a period that can be a throwaway, yes, Lewis, but it doesn't mean that we will accept it, that we will accept losses, that we will accept anything but wins, you know, that's obvious, don't get me and, wrong. I mean, see, seeing your team lose for about three months is not something that, uh, especially us as Galaxy fans, want to see. I mean, we, we want a, a drastic not. turnaround from last season. And I'm a big believer that three points in March and April is just as important as three points in September or October. Um, if you add those games that you can, quote unquote, throw away in the beginning of the season and, you know, get those points and add them up. In October, you probably wouldn't be in a predicament in a predicament that you uh, would otherwise be in. You probably would be in a higher seat or not fighting for a spot should you have won those three games that you decided to throw away in the first couple months of the season. Mm-hmm. So I am a big believer in that. However, what I'm saying is, um, we are allowed to be patient, and we should be patient patient uh, with this team. Um, there are a lot of good. Um, uh, key players here. There are obviously have been improvements. Uh, no team uh, is, uh, you know, without its problems, without its deficiencies, uh, without its weaknesses. We just have to minimize uh, the times that we uh, make those mistakes because this is around. Um, I, I still feel that around this time is when you still can make some mistakes and not necessarily in September, October. Uh, I had my hand up. I just, I just I wanted them to call me, but they didn't call me. Um, so, We're Lewis, you. I, what you're saying right now is, um, you know, you're, you're coming into the season optimistic, and and, and you don't want to you don't want to criticize or have too harsh of an opinion in the first few games. Uh, that is not true. I have a hot take d- later on. Little little daddle 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 daddle. Um, things you were saying, but little too much daddle for me. You and I were in that same place at this exact moment last season. You and I. I'm not talking about David. You and I. So, do you it's really It's a preseason, man. This is when we can be optimistic. Okay. So, you, you do truly feel much more optimistic this season when we're... When we're I, I, I don't know. I, I personally don't feel... I know that, the, I know that there's optimistic changes... Um, but if we don't get our players to perform, <coughs> um, we're not going to get anywhere. Bless you. No, I, I think I am optimistic. Um, there's no reason for me not to be optimistic, but here's my hot take for the season. And it's, it, it's going to be somewhat unpopular <coughs> and, and you're going to have to, um, I will make a, a small case for it, but, uh, just bear with me here. The hype train that, um, 
that that is uh, currently going on with uh, with with the galaxy. It's Ola Kamara who's driving it. Sure. Uh, there's nobody else on this team uh, or that we picked up in the off season that you can say is driving that hype train. All right. No, no, no. Hold on. Pull that. Pull pull it into the station. Okay. First of all, it's not a hype train. I would say it's barely like the 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 train that you do at a wedding. You know what is that called, Bobby? The like the cha cha train. It's the barely one of those. A conga line. Conga line. It's barely a conga line. Oh, there is no man, hype like train. A, you know what? Calling it a hype train. Conga line more than a train. Hype train though. <laughs> Calling it a hype train, I think, is incorrect. It's a course correction. David the, may be on. But the, hold on, hold on. To say here. to say a guy like Ola Kamara is the one driving the train, there's no one else. You're forgetting what a fantastic year Roman Roman Alessandrini had last year on the worst team in MLS history. No, but as a you striker, have, I believe he's trying to say as a striker. No, 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 that's not what I actually. You, you have Sebastian. Here. You have Sebastian Legit coming back. A guy who, for me, has everything to give. To this team and to the fans. Well, he always has. This is what I want to see. He's always given the great, the greatest that he's been able to. He's able, been able to put on right. the pitch. But that is not that is not what's happening across all eleven starters. That's fine. I mean, that's not fine. Let me let me take that back. Let me pull we, that yeah, back a little we, bit. We got what you're saying. Go 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 go. Um, I'm optimistic because even though we may not be a rock solid MLS Cup. Contender right now, we've made a course correction and we're going in the right direction. Maybe the term hype train um, is incorrect. Maybe I'm using it incorrectly here. Um, but let me explain what I mean. Uh, if you take away all the optimism, by the way, from the fans, it came after Oma, uh, Ola Kamara. Because came we signed team. a striker that could score goals. Okay, okay. so here, here's my hot take. If you take Ola Kamara off of this team, okay, if... Let's knock on wood here because it is a possibility. Let's say that Ola Kamara gets injured, a la Sebastian Leggett, and you lose him for a majority of the season. This team is almost identical to last year's team. The front five is exactly the same, with the exception of Leggett coming back. And look, let's be honest. If Leggett did not get injured last season and stayed uh, the course and had the breakout season that we all expected him uh, to have... Let's be honest. Or have a this substantial team, season. The, the only difference that he would have made is that we would not have ended up in last place, but I can guarantee you with the team that we had last season, there's no way we would I, make the playoffs even with the healthy Sebastian Legette. Oh, I, no, I agree that Legette would not be the gem that makes everything better. He would not be that. Um, just as I'm saying that Ola Kamara is not either because we have a player on the field that cannot perform in any way. In any way you feed him the ball and he so cannot well, feed anybody so, so, the ball. So that, we so had two of those last year. So that goes to my point. If you take away Kamara from this team, who's his backup? Jameson? He's probably done for the season himself. Who's after that? Lassiter? Okay, so you're right back to square one the way you were in 2017 with the exact same attack and impotent attack that you had in 2017. And by the way, if... Kamara goes out and Jameson is out for the season. Lasseter is literally the only striker that you have on the team. If something happens to him, guess what? We're yeah. putting we're pulling a G2 guy. How is that any different than last season? You still have the same impotent uh, attack. Gio will still be the same. 
Um, like I said, Legit will give you a bump, but it's not going to be that much of a difference maker. And that's maker. why I'm not super optimistic. The, the, uh, and if you look at the, the, the improvements in the back line, granted that they are improvements. Felcher yes. is an improvement no, yes, from yes, everyone yes. that we used in the, in, in the right back position last season. However, it is still a problem. Van mm-hmm. Anhol seemed to have stopped the bleeding in that position. He went down, and that problem has yet to be solved. The goalkeeper, we don't have a, a controversy anymore, and we've upgraded. But we have seen the mistakes that Bingham has made, and he's prone to make. So he has moments where he looks very much like Roe or Diop. Yeah. What has changed? The makeup of the locker room. Because you don't have a cancerous guy in there seeding bad ideas and creating clicks. You have a de facto leader in Ashley Cole. Now that is well, 100% that, true. That goes a long way. I agree with that. 100%. That goes a long way but you, to digging deep and pulling results. Even when you're not a great team, even if you can't score goals, you can pull results when you have a good locker room and a, and a together locker room. I agree with you 100%. But That's what changed. I'm getting a little ahead of myself here, I'm sure. But let me ask you a quick question. Do you think this team makes the playoffs? Yes or no? Well, with that, let's get into the MLS preview. Yes, because uh, I want to save that for I want to save that for our, our preview, um, guys. The MLS season is upon us, and we are going to get into each and every team. So, if you guys followed us last season, we did MLS recap. We are planning on doing that again this year. Uh, and with that, we are going to start MLS uh, the MLS preview show. Can I get some fanfare? Guys, do we want to start with the LA Galaxy or should we go in alphabetical order in the West? Start with the Galaxy. Starting with the Galaxy. Now, guys, as it's been talked to death here on this show and on other shows and on all the other things, the LA Galaxy... The LA, the LA Galaxy's offseason has been described as a home run in terms of adding things that the teams the team needed. Now, given the, the way the last few preseason games have gone, I feel like fans are kind of seeing seen it more like the Galaxy's hitting foul balls. But guys, you have to remember this. The LA Galaxy was striking out last year. This year, they will find their groove and they're going to retake the top seed in MLS in the West. I have the LA Galaxy finishing in second place, absolutely making the playoffs this year. Wow. Wow. Um, okay, so I didn't have the precise seedings prepared. I, you I, I will tell you. Don't you, have, you don't have to. You just tell me whether they make it or not. I have the LA Galaxy making the playoffs. Um, however, I, I will say this. Um, Going back to my original point that I was going to make before we started this, you have the Galaxy finishing in second place. If Kamaro's off the team, where do you have them then? I still have them. I, I, Without Kamaro, you would have them as a second I'm going, seed in the West. I'm going with the data that I have right now rather than the data that I don't have right now. Because you can say if Zlatan gets added to the team, if we add Cristiano Ronaldo in the offseason, I mean in the midseason, okay, where, where are we putting him? I get that's, it. That's not a game that I, want, that I want to play. Right now, as I'm assessing him for this, for this season, I have them coming in as second place in the West. I know, and I'm, and I'm giving you a specific theoretical wow, scenario. That's, that's if Kamaro is gone for, the, if gone for the season, let's say he gets injured 
on Sunday and he's out for the rest of the season uh, via, you know, a la Jordan Morris, do you have the Galaxy Kushi in second place in the West? I still think they make the playoffs. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I have them making the playoffs. Um, I, I think that's a foregone conclusion. I, I think if they don't make the playoffs, it's a, it's a failure. Obviously, it's not as big a failure as last season. I don't think that you could top that. I hope we don't top that. Um, but I have the Galaxy making the playoffs. I think I've seen a lot of good things in this preseason. Uh, um, the results not being a factor in this. There's a lot of good things that I'm seeing. I'm seeing chances being created. I'm seeing um, dominance of the ball. I'm seeing uh, some some great runs and some passing by uh, most of the front five. Um, I think if once those balls starts going in the back of the net, we're going to put a lot of teams on their toes and we just have to plug in that right side of uh, our right side of the defense. And I'm hoping, uh, and it's not Siani, I'm hoping it's Felcher that eventually gets his groove. And like I said, you got a good solid three or four months to try to figure it out before the Galaxy really make a run for the playoffs here. I have them making the playoffs and I think that they, if they're one and done, I think it's not enough. I think you have to make a deep run into the playoffs here with a team that's being built right now. Yeah, and see. For the record, I'm sorry, Bobby. One one more thing. You have them as number two. I, I don't have them as a seed, but I can tell you that MLS Cup is not completely out of the picture here. But the reason I say that is because the Western Conference is so open that not one team stands out. A lot different story in the Eastern Conference where you have three teams that one of these three teams is going to make MLS Cup. And we'll, and we'll get there, but I'm pretty Obviously. sure we all know what uh, three of those teams we're talking about. In the Western Conference, you don't have a team that stands out. Seattle was back-to-back Western Conference champion with Jordan Morris um, with uh, his season-ending injury. Um, I think it's going to be a lot more difficult for them, but the West is completely open where anybody who makes the playoffs has a chance at the Cup, yeah. or at least making the game because whoever's in the East is going to beat them. That's the case with any MLS season. And that's what gives and that's what gives us the best opportunity. But look at I'm gonna say they make the playoffs, but they eke in. They eke in. Really? I have a problem I have a problem with this team. Um once they get scored on, once they have any kind of tribulation, they break down. Um it doesn't matter what who's on the team, they just do. Um, and, 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 and then he's in, of course, you know, Cole is, is a great captain and he's going to do a great job this year, but you know, he can't control every single player out on that pitch and how I've always been dri- driving it. You know, there's, there's just, there's players out there that just do not perform and, um, we'll see. I mean, we'll see, um, uh, defensively, we're not perfect yet or solid yet, um, and if we allow that to happen too much in the, the beginning of the season, we'll bury ourselves in the hole very quickly. So that's the only thing I'm worried about. I want to be proven wrong. I so want to be proven wrong. For me personally, I don't necessarily think squeaking into the playoffs is out of the picture either. I, I have to agree that that is a possibility. However, from my personal opinion, if we squeak into the playoffs – Unless we make that deep run where we're getting into MLS Cup, I think squeaking into the playoffs is probably below our standard. 
for for this season. No, to be absolutely, it is. Oh, every, everybody, uh, no, nobody, nobody disagrees with you there. But no, considering where we were last year, it's an improvement, and that absolutely, and that needs to yeah, be taken into in consideration. Playoffs. Right, <laughs> right. All right. Up next, guys, we're gonna go alphabetical from this point forward. Uh, we have Colorado new head coach Anthony Hudson has rebuilt his spine, the back line with the new center back, center midfielder, center forward. They raided Wolverhampton, adding two of their players from the championship. They lost quite a few guys the last season in Alan Gordon, Josh Gatt, Mohamed Saeed. Uh, the new head coach is going to have his work cut out for him. Gashi has to stay healthy, and Dominic Baji has to perform. I think Colorado squeaks into the playoffs this year. Bobby, you want to go next? Um, no, I was I was actually just listening. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I have Colorado not in the playoffs. I know they made uh, some acquisitions here, but I, I don't see anything in there that's going to, that that's screaming, um, you know, uh, a drastic improvement. Um, are they going to be as bad as last season? Probably not. But I don't have Colorado making the playoffs. Uh, I do think uh, yeah. Baji is uh, probably going to have a pretty decent year. Uh, probably something similar to Alessandrini, where he has nobody around him, and he's probably like the only guy there. Um, but um, no, I-, I have Colorado out of the playoffs this year. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think not. You know, now that I'm paying attention. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bob. <laughs> no, I was listening. Glad to have just, you back, I, was, Bobby. I was I was listening as an as as entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I I actually agree with with Lewis. Um, the the problem the problem is, is I haven't been able to like really track every single team of of the off season, so um, I'm not really on point with everything at the moment. But um, Colorado really did not have a great season last season, and there hasn't been that many great changes. And I agree with you. Um, Let's be honest. 2016 was a fluke for Colorado. (laughs) Absolute Mm -hmm. fluke. It went back to normal last season. I think the the status quo remains. (laughs) It reset it. Yeah, for sure. So, Bobby, you have Colorado out of the playoffs? Um, Yeah, I do. Yes. All right. Next up is Dallas, guys. Another year, another promising-looking Dallas team. But can they put it together when it truly matters? After missing the playoffs last year, after going undefeated I'm for, the, for, for the most or, or for the beginning of the season. They were the last undefeated team of the entire league, and they missed the playoffs. They go from, can they, can they return to supporter shield form? That's no going to depend on the often injured Mauro Diaz again the the what seems to be the annual can Mauro Diaz stay healthy question it's going to depend it's going to depend on him i think uh they did get um the colombian um what's his name Luis? the guy from millonarios i know um Minotas? No, no that's houston uh i know who you're talking about it, yeah, it's yeah. The, yeah they did pick millonarios. up a, a colombian uh colombian player this year again it's gonna everything's gonna revolve around Mara diaz and whether or not oscar pareja is gonna be able to make this team uh avoid the slump that they they hit last year they lost a very important piece in their back line in walker zimmerman uh i think dallas finishes third in the west this year they third make the, the playoffs west. 
Wow, oh. David David is making specific specific. That's what I'm saying. He's got his, his, I didn't know uh, this was C-Dip. happening. Yeah. I, 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 I should have done my homework. I didn't know this was happening. Like you know. Oh, Y'all know it. when the show gets recorded, guys. They're two point five. Let me listen no, to um, the show and then go back, and then I'll give you my prediction. Do you want me? You want me to tell you? You want me to tell you how many goals you're gonna have this year? Oh, damn. you want me to tell you what their plus minus is? Da- Dallas have? is getting forty eight goals in the season. <laughs> if oh. you do that, you win balls and beers. <laughs> Lewis, what do you think about Dallas? It's such a huge question mark. Last season, they were supposed to win. Everything. What Toronto did, that's what they were supposed to do. Um, yeah. And they they failed to make the playoffs. I have no idea how Oscar Pereira still has a job in Dallas after such a catastrophic meltdown um, the second half of the season. I don't even think it was second half. I mm-hmm. think it started right before the second half of the season. So they were in, uh, on a, a ridiculous streak where they just could not buy a win. They didn't really improve all that much in the offseason. This is almost a mirror image of last year's team. Why do I feel that they would uh, do anything different? On the one hand, it's a team that was expected to do a lot. And on the other hand, it's a team that didn't uh, do anything after all. That same team is still a team that can perform and win. Right. Although it's still the same team that lost and failed. Yeah, such a huge question mark here. I have... This is... Dallas, to me, they're on the bubble for me. And I, I'm not quite sure if I'm calling playoff or not because I think in the Western Conference, uh, like I said, it's very, very open. I have about three or four teams fighting for like the final spot or two in the playoffs. Dallas definitely fits uh, the bill here. Whether or not they're in or out, it's tough for me to make that call. I'm just going to have them as a bubble team and probably more out than in I, I i think they have um i might have to switch that when i when i look at the rest of the stuff but they're definitely on the bubble here if they're in they're making it as a sixth seed um on decision day with results oh wow that's very specific <laughs> I, i'm gonna win balls and beers um uh, you're going for goals i'm going for scenarios um so yeah it, it's one of my bubble teams there and i'm kind of on the fence uh i yeah, I'm going to call it on the bubble. Maybe at the end of this, I'll say who exactly my six are. But right now, they're on the bubble. Looking out. Looking looking out. Bobby, what do you think? I think they're definitely going to make the playoffs this season. I think they have a chip on their shoulder where they need to perform and prove that they are the team that they truly are. Um, yeah, that's just basically it. All right. Next up, we have Houston. Um, uh, they shedded some guys in the offseason. Uh, Vicente Sanchez, uh, Kubo Torres, Jalil Antibaba. Uh, AJ uh, Delegarda is still recovering from ACL tear that he suffered late last year. Uh, Houston is really going to have to gel in order to match their fourth-place finish from last year, uh, from 2017. As you guys remember, they were really good at home, but they were terrible on the road. They're going to have to find that balance. Uh, Kyoto is returning healthy, uh, but more importantly, as I said, 2018 is the year of the Black Panther, which means La Pantera, Albert Elise, is going to have a stellar year, and Houston is going to sneak into the fifth place spot in the playoffs. I think Houston is another one of those teams that you have a question mark, but I'm very intrigued to see what they do. Last season, I think 
I believe we all had them out of the playoffs um, in our preview show last season, and they Did ended we? up making the playoff. I think I, I I'd have to go mm. back to it, but um, then they end, ended up surprising everybody, making the playoffs all the way to the Western Conference Final before uh, going down to ten men against Seattle. Um, had they been playing eleven on eleven, who knows if anything would have changed there, but. First-year head coach Wilmer Cabrera did a fantastic job rebuilding that squad from 2016 to 2017. Um, he enters his sophomore year, which is traditionally, you know, the the toughest year to get past. You know, was it just a fluke or were you for real? And this is where you have to prove it. Um, Houston's another one of my bubble teams um, in, in the Western Conference here, uh, battling for one of those final two spots in the playoffs. Um, but it's going to be interesting because they are a very, very tough uh, home team. That 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 stadium is a fortress for them. Um, they're going to have to get some sort of, uh, you know, results on the road here, especially in the Western Conference. That's going to be so tight. Um, they're on the bubble, but unlike Dallas, I think I'm more confident calling them in the playoffs rather than out. <laughs> but one of my bubble teams, as well. So I I literally agree with the majority of what you say, except for the moment where you say you feel they'll go in the playoffs other than Dallas, because <laughs> I'm the opposite. Um, yeah, I don't I, I, I don't predict them getting uh, getting into the playoffs this year. All right, uh, guys, we, we've come to that point in the alphabet. Uh, let's get this out of the way early. LAFC. The rebranded club Deportivo Chivas USA God, that's probably bugs looks them. to make a splash with players <laughs> like Diego Rossi and Carlos Vela. They've added themselves a few solid players in Walker Zimmerman, Benny Failhaber, but they'll Simant. have and they'll have a lot of and Simon. They'll have a lot of attention on them this year, and Bob Bradley is no stranger to expansion. The problem is, is they have no depth. We saw how much that hurt the Galaxy last year, but I think the new stadium bump plus the new team bump plus the rebranded bump is going to give them enough for an eighth place finish in the West. They won't make the playoffs, but they're going to come close. Uh, See, okay, well, preseason, they had some good games. They really performed pretty well in certain certain, areas. aspects i think you're giving them too much of the not giving them the benefit of the doubt i think they're going to do a lot better than what you expect this season i don't believe they're going to make it to the playoffs but i I do think they're going to they're going to have a good season in general all right let's try to be as impartial here as possible (laughs) um they are not going to be as bad as minnesota and they're Definitely not going to be as good as Atlanta. Um, oh, well, come I, I on. feel that they're going to be... Of course not. <laughs> like what you said, Bobby, I think they're going to be competitive, or at least competitive enough. Um, they, uh, they, have some, they have some solid players that have been around the league. Um, that can make a difference. Um, Carlos Vela is their big name uh, guy. Um, if history has taught us anything, is that the big name Mexican stars, they don't do well in MLS. So until Vela, you know, yeah, but it only kinda, takes one, man. It only takes one to change the change. No, it. it's true, and I think uh, out of all the Mexican stars, I, I think um, Vela is probably one of the more talented ones. 
that mm-hmm. we've had in the league. Mm-hmm. So um, he's probably he the one. To, the, he may be the best performing one in this league. We'll see. We'll see. He still has but to prove it. Be. Like I said, I, I don't think uh, – I'm not going to hold my breath for like a, a stellar season, um, especially with the, the pieces around him. But we'll see. Diego Rossi, um, he's this 18-year-old wonder kid that – I don't care what you say, uh, LAFC fans, if there are any listening, you did not know who the hell this kid is. You're going by the marketing. You're going by the hype that your team has uh, fed you, and you just bought right into it. You have no idea who the hell this guy is. You wouldn't be able to fucking spot him on the street. Um, um, everything that Saucy. Yeah, everything so that y- your team has promised you, I mean, they, they have failed at least to this point in every aspect from the plain and boring doll jerseys that just, I mean, you got a black t-shirt and a red t-shirt and you put a red sticker on it. White t-shirt. Yeah. And, and and it's, I mean, you have a, you have a red logo on your fucking black t-shirt. It's, it's, it's fucking horrible to look at. You got uh, uh, YouTube TV. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wow, you telling me Darth whoa. Vader isn't fly? No, no, that's completely different. <laughs> that, that that character is completely different than a goat. Yeah, but you know, the, you know that YouTube will finance them way better than Herbalife finances us. Fair enough, but um, but, but but the fact that they 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 made a deal with YouTube where where their fans were not not for one they were not able to see one preseason game. So no LAFC fan has been any, able. Any they didn't stream they just, anything. No game was damn, available to watch. Really? So that's a big fail right there. Ooh. And then you have a, a sponsorship with a streaming company that is charging you more than what you would have to have paid for the ESPN ESPN app on your uh, uh, to get all MLS games. I mean, it's just it, it's like a big fuck you to all the fans. And your big damn. name was Vela, and you had a chance to outdo the Galaxy in every which way possible. You had t- you know twenty some odd spots to fill your big name was Vela before anything else and that was it you got some solid players in there like he said uh david said in zimmerman and phil harbor and simon but this doesn't scream that mls 3.0 that they're claiming to have uh you know uh to have and to uh and they're going to be the new, uh, you know, standard bearers of the league. That is yeah. clearly Atlanta and LAFC is nowhere near that. However, that being said, like I said, I think they're going to be more competitive than more people have uh, given them credit for. Um, and you got to remember that there's still um, one DP slot available to them. So come yeah. summer, maybe after the World Cup, I have to figure that uh, a, uh, a, big, a tactician a big like Bob Bradley has something in mind. And he's probably putting uh, the wheels in motion as we speak. Speaking of Bob Bradley, there's another ho-hum, you know, boring pick. You could have went all out like a Tata Martino, but nope, you went with the safest pick possible. Granted that it's one of the best coaches that U.S. has ever produced, but I believe it was a safe pick. Anyway, I think LAFC is another one of those bubble teams. However, they're a little bit further down. I think they their bubble burst uh, a lot sooner than the other bubble teams. I have them fighting for uh, a playoff spot. But I think they get eliminated maybe a few weeks before the playoffs. I, I have them out of the playoffs. Um, I think number eight uh, seed is, is pretty fair um, in that regards. But again, uh, we, we, we're going to see if they uh, uh, fill up that final uh, DP spot and what kind of a g- uh, game changer that could be. Uh, either way, it's an expansion team. Um, not much firepower there. I think uh, the eight seed is pretty fair. All right, let's move on. All right, so next up we have Minnesota 
guys, um, like most teams that miss the playoffs, Minnesota cut a lot of guys. Um, Dunlady, Ibarra, Ramirez, and Molina are going to have to gel with their new teammates. That's going to be really hard for them this year. I don't see them doing very much better than last year. As a matter of fact, I have them dead last in the West. Ooh. I think dead um, last is a pretty fair assessment. It's uh, it's a team that didn't make any uh, sort of uh, real improvements this offseason. It still looks like they're trying to find their footing in the league, um, which is actually... Um, it's very different than their predecessors in NYCFC that went from uh, no playoffs to playoffs ever since their inception. Um, and Atlanta who just, you know, took the league by storm. Orlando is probably that one holdout that, you know, they still have yet to make the playoffs, but um, they're at least somewhat or have been somewhat competitive. Um, actually last year, they kind of went down well, for a while. Well, I but, was going to, I was going to say, I was going to say, I mean, they have, they have, they have their moments to spark, you know, they have their moments where they can actually compete here and there, but they haven't been able to hold that spark to stay on, to stay on fire, to be able to, to continue to win every game over and over and over. And, you know, uh, I don't know the last place. I'm not so sure, but I do believe that it's near there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually do have them finishing last. I know there are some, uh, a couple bright spots where they beat Chicago and they beat Dallas and it was like a, a big shot. They beat some big teams where, uh, you know, they had yeah, no business winning the their games sparks right there, you know? Um, but uh, overall, I think the consistency is not going to be there. And I, I, this is another a seed where I have to agree with David. That they're probably going to finish dead last in the Western Conference. I already, I already said my, uh, my right. words, David. Next up is Portland. The Portland Timbers, the very first opponent for the LA Galaxy. Uh, they lost a big piece in Darlington Nagby and an even bigger piece in their head coach. Uh, and in comes their brand new head coach, Giovanni Savarisi from the New York Cosmos. Um they added a few Latin players to compliment Valeri uh, Paderes from uh, Club America. Will look to make his name here. He's a, a 19-year-old kid. Um, the league is is a very much improved league, and I don't think it's possible for a first-year head coach to make a big splash. I think they missed the playoffs. Right. I have him in ninth place. Are you serious? Yes. You don't think a first-year coach can make a splash in this MLS? That's not Tata Martino. I can name you a handful of uh, of coaches that, that aside from Tata Martino, that made a splash in their first year. Oh, you want to name? I'm them? waiting. Okay, so okay, okay. So you, <laughs> all right, so you have Tata Martino in Atlanta. You have Greg Berhalter in Columbus. You have Patrick Vieira in NYCFC. You have Wilmer Cabrera in Houston. You have um, did Mike Pe- did Mike Petke make his debut in New York first year? He did, but it wasn't a splash. Oh my God! How do you not call this a splash? How do you not call it a splash? He didn't win supporter shield that year. He's finished in like fourth place. So you're saying a splash has to be place. Like, like first place, uh, making the playoffs. Well, yeah, a, spl- a splash needs to be a big. A, a, it needs a to be big. big. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. either way, make, either way, I don't think that Port- I, either way, I don't think Portland makes the playoffs this year. Um, I want to take disagree with me. This is the point of the show. Okay. Yeah, I, see, like, I, 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 go, ahead, go ahead, Bobby. Sorry, David. I mean, Lewis. Uh, well, I, I do believe that Portland will make the playoffs, but it, again, another, another team that will be inching through. I believe that the changes that are going to be, that has happened this off season will 
transform this Portland in a way that we haven't seen them before. They're going to be a very different style, a very different type of team that is not the same as last season. Uh, Pablo Mastroeni in Colorado. Um, there's another one. The fluke year? The fluke year, but he made a splash in his first year, and that's we're not talking about longevity. Not with any ASL talent, he's not going to make a splash. Not without any what? Not with any ASL talent, he's not. Well, um, I think uh, I think you're dead I, wrong I, here. I think, I think Portland is one of the uh, top teams in the West. I'm not going to give a seed, but but I can I can confidently say at least one of the top three seeds in the Western Conference. Right. I have them definitely making the playoffs. They still have um, some really solid players, including the reigning MVP in Diego Valeri. Like you said, I think Paredes is. Paredes is actually a really good pickup for them. Um, Diego Chara is probably one of the most underrated defensive midfielders in the league. I know uh, there's other big names out there, including Michael Bradley, that get a lot more attention. But Chara is actually, um, I want to say he's even top three in the league, and he's just completely underrated. Um, The the core of the team remains. Um, You're going to have a new coach. the style that he brings is going to be um, different, and we're, we're going to have to take a wait-and-see approach to see um, how he fits into MLS. But I think with the talent that he has at his disposal, I think he's going to be fine. And uh, I think Portland is one, uh, one of the top contenders in the Western Conference. I, they're definitely making the playoffs. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, next up is RSL. Mike Petke. He had a strong finish last year. He's going to have his work cut out for him to get his team to perform this season and make the playoffs. The coach from Long Island has plenty of good MLS talent to work with. He just has to make sure that Rusnak Plata and newcomer Ortuño can build chemistry in the attack. I think RSL makes the playoffs with the fourth-place finish. Go, Bobby. Can I, say so- can I say something before you, Lewis? I'm actually very surprised that... David never mentioned the printer. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's, that's resolved. They got a new printer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pass but, them I out. Mean, how many times did he mention that last season? I mean, Every how many times? week after the <laughs> printer got fixed. Every fucking it week. It never ended. It never stopped. There was the same running fucking joke for the half season. <laughs> Isn't that the point of this show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all I got to say. We, we, we bust your balls, uh, David, because we love you. <laughs> uh, Bobby, you want to go ahead and give your prediction? I, I, I really don't even understand what's going to happen with RSL this season. Um, I hope they make it through the season. Um, Why you have to text me for? Say it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. <laughs> what happened? I looked away. Did he hit you? No, he texted us. Say it on the podcast. Um, We're literally all here. I was like, man, this is just taking me to town right now. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay, go, Lewis. Go, 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 go. go. All right. So, wait, wait, wait. hold on. Bobby, you have RSL making the playoffs or no? Um, I really don't know. That's the thing. Um, no. No? All right. I'm going to put it, I'm gonna put them on the bubble for you. Um, so, this is another one of my bubble teams here. Uh, RSL, uh, some question marks there. They finished strong. Um, we I remember when we were doing MLS recap, we figured that, you know, they have a nice little surge uh, um you know, going into this, um, you know, the last two months of the season, but a lot of things have to go their way in order for them to, to make the playoffs. And for about a month and a half, it was, you know, 
that's where it was headed. They had a legitimate shot at making the playoffs. Unfortunately, uh, some of those results didn't go their way, um, or uh, the ones that were outside of their control didn't go their way in the final like three weeks or so. Um, if Mike Pecky can regain that momentum and start off strong and, and stay consistent, um, I think RSL has a chance for the playoffs. They're also one of my bubble teams, but I have them more looking in uh, than looking out. Um, yeah. All right. Wait, uh, wait, 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 hold on. That confused me. Outside looking in no, or no, inside I, looking out? I, on the bubble, <laughs> but I feel that they will make the playoffs. Rather than them not making the playoffs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Next up, clarify ne- for your, you know. <laughs> next up is San Jose, and this is one that I'm probably gonna get taken to town on again. Let me just say, let and I the, will. Let me get and, the lube. And I will. I will uh, uh, reiterate Bobby's sentiment earlier from uh, from a different show. Uh, fuck from San Jose. Ball, from our balls. From our yeah, balls and show. Yeah, please listen to that, everyone. Fuck San Jose. Uh, new head coach, Mikkel Starr, the Swede head coach, first year, made the Quakes younger all across the board. He's looking, I think he's looking a little bit too over-reliant on youth. Granted, this is still a team with Wando as their main goal-scoring threat. Um I think San Jose can either surprise everyone or fall flat, much like the Galaxy did in 2017. I have San Jose just above Minnesota this year in 11th place. Wow. Yeah. Bobby? Um, Yeah, I mean, I I, I do agree with you that they have that kind of, you know, it's it's a gamble whether it's going to actually um, be effective on the field or not. Uh, whether that youth will be able to uh, overcome um, any fear on the field and just attack, or they're um, in their what, what's what's the word? They're 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 um, wow, I'm blanking right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're 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 inaccuracies on the field. They're 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 of their inconsistencies. Inconsistency? No, 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 no. Inexperience. Inexperience, thank you very much. The thesaurus um, <laughs> would probably would, would hinder them. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I may follow your lead, David, in in in, in believing that they do not uh, get into the playoffs. Um. Okay. Um. Fuck San Jose. Oh, by the way. Oh, yeah. Fuck San Jose. I'm sorry. Yeah. I forgot um, to say it. And by the way, <laughs> oh, I mean, God. I'm pretty sure it was uh, with my little rant. I'm pretty sure the fuck LAFC also apply. I'm sure you guys, you know. They, they have to earn it from me. They've earned it from me. Um, San Jose. Okay. Um, 11th seed. Uh, I, I will disagree with you there. Bubble team for me. Um, and I think they make the playoffs. I think I, I think they're one of the ones that squeak in. Um, I, I I have them in the bubble, but um, you have five bubble teams right now. The, the fighting for West, and which six is, and seven place. You have five teams fighting for six seven place. Which is what I said before we even started. We have about four teams fighting for those for that last one or two spots, and and I and I stand by that. It's another one of those bubble teams, and I think I have them. Um, I think I have them in the playoffs. 
I, I hate to say that. Wow. All right. I'm rooting against myself, and I'm rooting that you are also wrong on both Minnesota and, and San Jose, and they switch. <laughs> but I, 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 I'm going to be realistic and say that probably won't happen. Uh, but no, unfortunately, if, if I'm being sincere with myself, I, it's a bubble team that I think can squeak into the playoffs. All right. Next up is the second best team in MLS since 2009, <laughs> the Seattle Sounders. Uh, how can they say that when Toronto FC blew the pants off of the entire league last year? Like, I get that they think that they're the best team since 2009, mm. although the Galaxy eliminated them, eliminated them in three years, uh, three of those years to win those three MLS Cup, or four years, four years. Uh, to win uh, MLS Cup three times. I, it's, it's just baffling. God, the, US God Open damn Cup. it. They're probably talking about U.S. Open God Cup. God damn it. That's not the league. Could be. <laughs> no, it's not the league. Anyway, the season-ending in- injury to Jordan Morris in uh, CONCACAF Champions League last week, uh, relying on an aging Clint Dempsey and Will Bruin. I think the Sounders are going to struggle this year. Um, maybe they make a playoff push, but they're going to have to add some attack in the summer. Um, they can't just rely on Will Bruin and um, and uh, Lodero and um, Dempsey. I think they're out of the playoffs in seventh place, so they're on the bubble. They're just missing it. Um, who is their coach again? Um, the guy that took over for Sydney. Right. I forget his name. Brian Schmetzer. There you go. First year coach, MLS Cup. There's another splash. Um, <laughs> and followed it up with another MLS Cup appearance. So, yeah, your your claim to uh, first year coaches is just so off base. There, all right then. Maybe. All right, all right. We'll see. We'll see at the end of the season. Okay. We'll see. All right. I wrote the notes. <laughs> I could tell. Um, Seattle. I have them in the playoffs. Um, I I know that the loss of Jordan Morris is. Um, that hurts a lot, and and it does um, it does affect their attack quite a bit. There, um, they are going to replace him. Uh, obviously, I don't think it's going to be a, a player as good or as dynamic. Um, we could be wrong. I don't know, um, but I have Seattle making the playoffs because I still think they have enough weapons. Yes, they have an aging uh, Clint Dempsey, but I still think that he can make a difference in MLS. Um, you have Lodero still there. You have Rodon still there. I, I do think that as back-to-back uh, Western Conference champions, um, unfortunately, you have to give them the, the benefit of the doubt. Um, I think with Jordan Morris in there, you're probably looking at another top three because the, the team looks pretty the same as the previous two years. Um, but because of the injury to Jordan Morris, I, I think they fall off the top three, but still in the playoffs. Well, see, I'm, I agree. I agree with you basically um, overall. Uh, Seattle is a, is a pretty deep team. They they are able to perform in uh, a vast amount of pressure and different types of, um, you know, different type of games, tournaments, and everything. And Jordan, yes, having not having Jordan Morris there is a major um, deduction, but it doesn't neuter them. Um, so they're, they're still, they're still, they're still a good team and I think they're going to make it through the playoffs. Okay. All right. Up next is sporting Kansas city. My number one seed in the West, uh, sporting lost Benny Fellhaber and Latif blessing to LAFC, but they have capable and probably more productive replacements 
in Johan Croset and Felipe, uh, a 27-year-old midfielder. They're looking to sign a number, number nine, but they haven't done so yet. Uh, with an improved midfield and a solid defense, they could add a game-changer in the summer and head off to a deep, deep playoff run. So last year, Kansas City was my dark horse to come out of the West. It appears that, um, at least going into the playoffs, it seems to be your dark horse, or well, actually not a dark horse. You're basically no, I'm, saying they're going to take I'm the West. I'm calling them. They're going to take the West. This is my hot take on the bubble, and I think they missed the playoffs. Um, oh, wow. Total opposite. I, um, here, here's the thing, though. If, if I have them making the playoffs, I have Dallas out of it. If I, I don't know if that's going to count. I, I think that Kansas City, it's either Kansas City or Dallas, but not both. You have six players, six teams on the bubble in the West. That's how I feel. How close <laughs> I said, the Western Conference is not open. I mean, it's wide, it's open. wide open. It's wide open. It's wide open. And like I said, whoever gets in the sixth seed, regardless of who that bubble team is, I think it's so open that they can that, that they can make a uh, a, a cup run. But um, I think that's one of my hot takes here. That uh, Casey. Uh, went from my dark horse to possibly missing the playoffs here. Like I said, I think that um, if they make the playoffs, I would put Dallas out because I'm so unsure of Dallas right now. It's such a huge question mark, and I don't have any real logical explanation as to why I feel this way about Kansas City. It's just a gut feeling that I have. I I don't know why. All right, well, SKC is a team that I have not been paying attention to at all. So I'm not really sure. Um, David, you're, 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 and, and you, and you believe they're, so you're, you guys are on the opposite ends, right? You guys, yeah. you believe that they're in. Lewis, you believe they're not? I believe they're on the bubble, uh, more looking out. Well, but everybody's I, on the bubble for you, but. Yeah, I know. Oh, although, I'm, I, I, although I, I will take, I, I would place a wager with David right now, a friendly wager. <laughs> no, 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 this, is not, this is not balls and beers. Oh, it's not balls and beers. We're talking real money. <laughs> oh, yeah, do real money. No. <laughs> uh, not that confident. Right, well, it's a one. <laughs> I'll say SKC makes it in. They do. They definitely do. Def- oh, definitely do. I definitely do. All right. Well, it's not like they're like first place. I'm just saying they just get in. All right. Um, last but not least... Maybe least. Vancouver this is uh, lost what could have been their best asset in uh, 2017 in goalkeeper David Osted. Uh, they added plenty to the attack with Kai Kamara and Anthony Blondell. Up top, the midfield is bolstered, and, as is the right-back position with Sean Franklin. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if the new additions can mesh, but... It might be a tall task considering that there is a Kai-sized elephant in the room, in the locker room. I think Vancouver misses the playoffs, finishing 10th place in the West this year. <laughs> well, here's, here's a team that when I looked at their name, I'm like, mm, yeah, they probably won't make it there. Um, yeah, uh, David summed it up. I'm going to just shorten myself so we could end this show quickly. Is uh, We still have the Eastern out. Conference. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> go Dang. on, Bobby. Hurry up! I told Come you this up. show yeah, would go yeah. over an hour. Vancouver's out. Vancouver's out. Go, Lewis. 
<laughs> go to the east atlanta win go <laughs> all right um so vancouver uh last year i had i had vancouver making the playoffs i think you also underestimated vancouver there because they were too young and they were a week away from uh claiming the top seed going into the playoffs last season um they lost like you said, Osted, that's a key piece. And adding Kai Kamara, say what you will about Kai Kamara. Wherever he's gone, he's scored goals. And um, obviously, that's, um, that's something that you want to keep in mind. But yes, that locker room is, um, like you said, there's an elephant in the room. Uh, how that plays out on the field, we uh, as Gallic fans all know how that can play out with a very horrible, uh, poisonous locker room. Um Guess what? I have another bubble have team, another bubble team. Uh, fighting for that uh, <laughs> a, a spot. Ultimately, I think, um, I don't know why, another gut feeling here. I think Vancouver misses the playoffs this year. I don't know why. I, I Going from a number one seed to out, and I, I have really, again, no logical explanation. However, if I had to replace them with a team, it would be San Jose. Mm. If that makes sense. Makes no sense Makes whatsoever. No sense That's whatsoever. what I'm here for. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. All right, let's All head, right, let's east, head guys. east, guys. We're gonna hit. We're gonna. <laughs> we're gonna go <laughs> to the we're east. Literally halfway done. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, strap in, guys. Uh, we're gonna start uh, we're gonna with start the with champions, champions, the best team, the best team ever, in ever in MLS. They're not, they're not going alphabetical, going but they deserve they to be number one because they are the Toronto FC Reds. Is that what they're called? The Reds. I don't know why I said it like that. They look. They lost Beta Shore in the back. Like a, like a town, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Going around town. Uh, they lost Beta Shore in the back, uh, but they still have a lot of pieces that made them the best ever MLS team in history. Um, they're going to have a few stumbles along the way, but they're still going to finish in the top three in the East. Um, definitely. Did, did you... Did you actually say what seed they're in? Number three. Oh, they do say number three? All right. Um, top three. Top three. I know. You said top three, but you didn't actually specifically say which which spot. Hey, that's important. Hey, that's important. So, there's no reason for me to believe that Toronto won't make another cup run in 2018. They they hardly lost any pieces of their back-to-back um MLS Cup appearance teams, uh, there's absolutely no reason for me to believe they wouldn't do it again. Uh, this team is definitely in the playoffs. Um, I probably, like you said, one of the top three teams. Um, I I probably would put them at number one until proven uh, otherwise. Uh, they, they've, they come off the, uh, the trifecta in 2017. Like I said, the, the team looks identical. Um, no reason for me to believe that they could not pull it off again. We may very well have a uh, uh, third appearance in a row in MLS Cup and the first back-to-back champion since the Galaxy. Wow. Wow. All right, Toronto. So high praise for for Toronto. Bobby, what do you think about Toronto? Toronto, of course. They're going to be number one all the way. All the way, bro. All right. So we have all three of us have Toronto finishing in the top three. Eastern Conference is going to be Eastern significantly Conference. easier to uh, to predict the the seedings in the Western uh, I, Conference. I disagree. Oh, um, okay. Number two uh, uh, and number one in the alphabet, Atlanta. They add one of the top ten talents in the world in eighteen year old Argentine Ezekiel Barco. They add Darlington Nagby, 
who was going to have a big void to fill with Carlos Camona being gone. Uh, Yamil Assad departs for DC United, but with all the talent Atlanta have at their disposable disposal and those sweet, <laughs> sweet King peach kits. Good Lord. They are going to be a force in the East. I say they finish number two. You didn't like Houston. Number two. Mm, I think they're my best kit this uh, season. That that is a sexy one. I like the Houston oh, Astros uh, uh, yeah. throwback there. Yeah, I love that. That's no, I think I think this. I, I haven't this I haven't they're... seen a sexy uniform like that since Kansas City's first like blue, uh, mm. uh, mm-hmm. jersey. Like, the the like, baby blue. Uh, Kansas the the City first jersey. year they had the baby blue jersey. That yeah, that was oh. really sexy. This is my my new sexy one. I'm sorry, Bobby. Go ahead. Atlanta. No, it's okay. No, I was, I was I was I definitely believe they're gonna make it to the playoffs this season. I think they're they they were well well due to do it last season, and but now a little bit more experience um, going into the second season. I think they're gonna be a team uh, to reckon with. Um, they still were in the first season, but they're going to be a lot stronger this season for sure. All right. Um, what can I say? Uh, right. Like we said, the top three of the East, they're very easy to call. We know who they are. Atlanta is definitely one of them. Um, after such a, I mean, semi-successful uh, inaugural season, and I say semi-successful because I think they, um, they ended their season a lot sooner than they had hoped and planned for. Um, I, I don't think anybody here gave Columbus a chance in Atlanta. And uh, that was a hell of a game. Um, but uh, they're coming back stronger. They mean business. They're looking to uh, take the league by storm. Um, could finish number one um, as low as number three, as we have said. They're definitely making the playoffs um if they make mls cup it would not be surprising to me it's uh yeah 100 percent they're in the playoffs all right um next up is nycfc uh patrick Vieira's side is a strong contender heading into 2018 they lost their breakout star in jack harrison but they retained young hell herrera david via nearly finished with the golden boot just behind um uh, Nemanja Nikolic uh, at 36. This could be his last year, and he could be hunting for that elusive MLS Cup. I say the NYCFC finishes number one in the East. Ooh, that's a pretty bold hardcore. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I wow. I mean, I see. I see what you're saying, David, and I and and this is his maybe his last year. So it's you know it's 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 go for gold. Um, and Via has been a player that has shown that he can be that way and have uh, results. So um, I want to be there with you at number one. I do think they're going to make playoffs for sure, but um, I want I want to be there with you hand in hand as number one. But let's see how it goes. Um, yeah, it's it's a third of the top three in the East. Uh, it's a definite playoff appearance. Um, I'm not sure if I would have them as number one. Um, I think I would reserve that uh, for Toronto or Atlanta. Um, I, I can have NYCFC as high as number two, um, but I don't think they will uh, take the, the Eastern Conference uh, going into the playoffs. However, uh, it is a side, once they're in the playoffs, that's very capable of um, reaching MLS Cup. Um, there's no doubt about it. NYCFC is making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move over down the down the turnpike to. Uh, then there's everybody else. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> down the turnpike to New York to uh, New Jersey. That's right. Eastern uh, Conference is La Liga. The New York Red Bulls. Uh, they parted way with their captain Sasha Kleshin. Uh They add Kaku Rivas and Huracan midfielder Alejandro Romero Gamara from Argentina. Um, they're going to be a, they're going to have a strong season and they're going to be in the hunt for that elusive MLS Cup. I have I them know. finishing they, fourth. Oh, uh, that's pretty high. I don't know. Um, they had a very difficult time last season as well. Um, they pulled they pulled they pulled up around the end of the season, but they 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 really had a, a very a very difficult games throughout the season. So and many I ups, don't ups see, and downs. Huh? So many ups and downs. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. It's just so I just I really don't see that being patched up yet. Um. Mm, do I see them in playoffs this season? I'll say that they just eke in. Um, yeah, this is one of those big question mark teams that I have in the East. I don't know what to expect. On the one hand, they're the New York Red Bulls, and that in yeah. itself should probably take them out of playoff contention because they'll find a way to shoot themselves in the foot. Um, they lost a... Um, they lost Kleshton, which, I mean, to them, was it's kind of a, that's kind of a big loss for New York. I know he was a big piece of that, uh, of that offense. He, he was kind of like a general out there. And losing him um, is going to hurt. I know they've added some, some pieces in there, but it's, um, it, they're big question marks to see if they, they can uh, pull everything together. Um, This might be one of my bubble teams here, one of my few bubble teams in the Eastern Conference. But as of right now, I might have them out. Whoa! I might have. Yeah, see, I was nearly, I was nearly, this, I was nearly saying that. Yeah, I, I might have them out. I, I have, as of right now, like like Bobby had said, there were a lot of ups and downs last season. I think that this season, there's a there's a few teams that have improved in the Eastern Conference that might knock New York out uh, here. I, yeah. And I think that's where I'm going. I, I think it's like not quite – it's half a bubble team for me, but I I, I, I want to say they're out this, this season. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Um, next up, guys, this is going to be my bold prediction for the season. I think this is going to be my dark horse to make MLS Cup. <laughs> Uh, so I'm sorry. Um, You're going to jinx Orlando I'm again. I'm sorry I'm going to jinx this team, but here we go. DC United. Holy shit. DC United <laughs> is going to get the new stadium bump. They had a good offseason in adding some good offensive pieces. They have a head coach in, Benny, uh, in Ben Olsen that has to perform or he's going to face the unemployment line. They have a lot going for them. They just have to get past that road trip before they open buzzard point. They face a loss, a big hole with losing Bill Hamid, but they got David Osted, one of the best keepers in the league last year. If DC can get through that first part of the schedule, they're going to have a very, very good year. I have them finishing fifth place in the East, but I have them making an MLS cup run. Jesus. They're my dark horse this year. Wow. You you can build a nice new stadium. You can have new pom poms. You can have you know new cheerleaders, all that stuff. Uh, but I don't know if that's gonna completely just make everything better. Um, I don't see them coming through. 
I think this is going to be a season where it's a growth season for them. Absolutely. And it's going to be substantial for them individually. But I don't see them in the playoffs. David, you really want to get taken to town. <laughs> don't you? God. You just want that one last night out go buck wild, don't you? Yep. I agree with you. Um, not to the point that they're going to make MLS Cup. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not going to go that like, far. Holy then, shit. Your dark horse? <laughs> no, no. But Ben Olsen notwithstanding, because I honestly don't know how he still has a job in D.C. I really don't. I don't know. what. I, I just don't think they care at all that much. <laughs> they, they, they must not because that's just completely unexplainable. And that translates. But I think they've added some pieces in here. A bubble team, but I think they make the playoffs. I think they squeak into the playoffs here. All right. Next up is Montreal. New Hobby's head- just like, no asshole. <laughs> no. <laughs> Montreal has a new head coach in Remy Gard. They will the former Lyon man will uh, try to get the impact back into the playoff race, but it's going to be a tough climb in a very, very strong East. I have them on the bubble, seventh place. Yeah, I'm around. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, David. I, I, I pretty much, I agree with you on this one. Okay. Um, new head coach. First year. Who knows? Could make a splash. I don't know. <laughs> I guess they're going to MLS Cup, Lewis. I guess they're going to win everybody MLS gets, Cup. Everybody gets a splash. You get a splash. You get a splash. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna it's s- a pool party. It's uh, <laughs> it, it, it's not a big uh, big name coach, but I think they went out and really uh, uh, you know did their homework here. They, they didn't just get any uh, any old uh, recycled MLS coach uh, that has been around the league. Um, they went out and got a foreigner. I think that's a good on them. I do think they probably need another season uh, to build that team. Um, I think they did underperform last season. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how guard will uh, come in and um, motivate these guys. Ultimately, I think they're out of the playoffs. I think they're uh, they're building towards something, but I don't think it's the season. That being said, they're going to win the MLS Cup now. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Next up is the New England Revolution. They're still around? First-year head coach, Lewis. Brad Friedel. There's a a big difference between coaching Um, New England Revolution and anybody else. (laughs) He's going to have to shine what has been a very dull few years for New England, the lead win saga continues as he still has not reported to preseason camp. Um, I think still holding out for that contract. It's going to have to come to a resolution at some point. Um, The bridges may be burned. I don't know. Uh, It's up to the former U.S. men's national team goalkeeper to get a team of inconsistent attackers in Fagundes, Agudelo, to perform consistently. Sadly, they're going to be the fodder in the East. They're going to finish dead last. I have to agree with you here. Uh, I feel What do you mean? New new head coach, Lewis? No, that was your (laughs) argument, dumbass. (laughs) I was trying to prove you wrong. Um, Brad Friedel... uh, pretty much just inherited a uh, a shitstorm in New England. He he inherited one of the 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 worst uh 
poor teams in New England. Um, you have so many off-field issues before the season even starts. I can't imagine what the hell that locker room uh, looks like right now. There's there's no way that Brad Fido is going to be a miracle worker here. I have to agree with yeah. David. He's going to... Uh, I feel bad for him, but yes, I, I think New England is just going to be uh, this year's uh, MLS whipping boys. Um, they might have a chance against Minnesota. I don't know. <laughs> But um, <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, okay. So we I talk. think it's a dead last finish for New England. For New yeah. England. That's not okay. in the entire league. Okay. So the wooden spoon looks to. I think we're wow. we're pretty close yeah. to it. I, I think if it's not Minnesota, it is New England. I think they're headed for the wooden spoon as well. I I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I have New England with zero point zero 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 one percent chance. So yes, there is a chance. <laughs> Wow, there's there's a chance for you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm here. I'm here with David too. It's just it's just a web that you can't weave. So it's just basically that's just you're just that's just how it is. Yeah. You may continue. All sir. right. Uh, next up is going to be Orlando City. Uh, Orlando had a very very impressive offseason. They offloaded Kaká, Kyle Laren, Rivas, and they added, but. They added very important pieces. Stellar midfielder Oreo Roselle, Sasha Kleschen, the NASL leading goal scorer in Pino, and not to mention Dom Dwyer is back in his first full season. Um, I think this is the year that Orlando makes the playoffs. Uh, they're not going to be, um, they're not going to be stellar, but they are going to make it in. Yeah, I believe they're going to eke in as well. Um, they this is a, this is a building year for them because it's a very different type of team that has been on the pitch the last couple seasons. So it there, especially when you have certain, you know, as Dom Dwyer, you know, Dom Dwyer is 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 kind of used to what he had the last season as well or, or prior. So there there needs there needs to be a shift. So I do see them eking in, but not so not steamrolling in. Um, I agree with David here. I think uh, this is Orlando's year that they finally break down that wall and they make the playoffs. Um, I can't give you a seed here. I'm not quite sure they eke in, um, but that's not completely out of the question here. Um, yes, very impressive, uh, impressive offseason. Kaká getting up in age. Uh, sad to see him go just as a fan of the league. Laren, you had to let that guy go. Um, he, he was he was killing you. Um, and Rivas, absolute garbage. Uh, I don't know what people saw in him. He 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 would hit one shot out of a million, and that's what the way to remember that one shot. Um, and you added um, some uh, some form- formidable upgrades in that midfield, as David said. Um, I think this is Orlando's year, and I have them making the playoffs. All right. Uh, la- next up is Columbus Crew. It remains to be seen if uh, hashtag Save the Crew can muster the same fighting spirit from 2017 uh, with an imminent move to Austin hanging over their heads. They add a rejuvenated Giassi Zardes who has already lit up the preseason bagging six goals. And uh, I think that's almost as many as his entire two years, uh, last two years at LA Galaxy. That's enough um, for Geo's last year. and Those weren't penalty games. Zach, Zach Steffen will be the man once again. But it may not be enough. I put them on the bubble in the East. So you're out. I, out. Out oh, wow. on the bubble. Okay. Club is out. Okay. Um, Club is I, out. I, you know, <laughs> Columbus, I mean, sorry. Um, 
Oh, I'm sorry. I have oral in the playoffs. <laughs> oral. Oh, go on, Bobby. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tell us no, about no, your no, club prediction. Sorry. No, I was I was gonna say you know I I I I not predicted, but I did mention that I believe that this season is gonna be a season that Giassi Sardis is gonna get back on the ball. Um, I don't think he would have been back on it if he was still with the galaxy though. agreed um I so i i i um i hope he has a great year um i think they will make the playoffs this year um i i really i really hope he has a good year um and i hope they have a good they have a good season uh columbus lost miram columbus lost kamara that's your entire offense oh my god uh and Miram was is at Orlando too. And Miram was on yeah, Orlando right. too. Yeah. Yes, we forgot to mention him. So yeah, like I said, Orlando for me is in the playoffs. Um, but um, yeah, it, you lost both of those guys who wanted out. Um, that was your entire offense practically, and you brought in Jazzy's artist to replace that. That means for the most part, Jazzy's artist is your go-to guy. Although he he's going to have a rejuvenation. I'm sure his confidence is a lot higher in the in this preseason than he has been in the last two years with the Galaxy. And I, I'm also hoping he does well. I, I wish no ill will on Jossie. I have no reason to. Um, but when Jossie's artist is your go-to guy, you might be in a little bit of trouble there. Um, I have... Um, and then Zach Steffen, probably the best up-and-coming goalkeeper in the league. Um... It's not going to be enough. He's pretty much what Blake is to Philly. He's not going to win you games. He'll keep you in games. He ain't going to win them. Um, ultimately, I think it is a, a bubble team, but I have them out of the playoffs this year. All right. Uh, two more left, guys, in the East. Chicago oh, is uh, is next up. David Akam was a game changer for the fire, and I don't think they can replicate the success that they had last year, a calm hits yep. to Philadelphia. Um, even with Schweinsteiger returning uh, as their talisman, they're going to miss the playoffs. I have them finishing in 10th place. That's pretty down the list there. So you're having, yeah, so, so you have who do you them? put them above? Do you put them above Orlando? Do you put them above Montreal? So you have them. I actually might put them above Montreal. Um, yeah. But to have, uh, I don't know. You're basically saying 2017 was a fluke, and they're going to revert back to 2016. Yeah, I actually, I actually agree with David on this. I uh, everywhere, every every word. Number ten. Um, one one yeah, spot I, above the whipping boys in New England. No, I'm saying I agree, I agree that this that last year may have been a fluke for them that they are not going to be performing this season at all as nowhere near what how they performed last season. Akam was a incredible addition to that team that may not be um, that may not be replicated. And Schweinsteiger, you know, um, so yeah, I agree with David. I just I just I don't know about the tenth place situation. But I don't think they're going to make it into the playoffs. Losing a calm is probably, uh, again, is one of those underrated players. And what I mean by that is uh, in a team that had Nikolic and Schweinsteiger, I think a calm was a difference maker for that team. Yeah. Um, so losing him is actually pretty big for Chicago. Um, I'm not sure if it was quite fluky, but they did 
tail off at the end of uh, 2017 where uh, they were number one in the East and then slipped uh, all the way down. Uh, I, I don't know how far they slipped, but they slipped pretty far down. Um, I have... This is one of my few bubble teams in the East. I think ultimately they are also out of the playoffs. Um, no World Cup for you this year. <laughs> you said bubble so many times. I don't even know who is your bubble team or who is well, your I think few I've only had teams or who is your near bubble team. I've teams only had or... two bubble teams in the Eastern Conference, <laughs> the fuck, and I'm pretty man. confident that neither of them would, would make the playoffs. Western Conference, like I said, it's a completely different story. I think it's a free-for-all in the West. All I'm hearing is bubble butt, bubble butt, bubble butt, bubble butt, bubble butt. <laughs> Turn it up. <laughs> show, me the, show me what you got. All right, uh, last but not least, guys, Philadelphia. <laughs> the Philadelphia Union, um, as we said, go David, David? <laughs> David Akam goes to Philly. I'm not sure yeah. that he's going to be enough. To, uh, to to rescue this back-and-forth Philadelphia team. I think they missed the playoffs, finishing in ninth place. Yeah, that's something that I can't actually have any foresight either or prediction of how he will um, how he will perform being injected into that team and how that team will perform in general. Um, yeah, my prediction may be Philly's out as well. From a team that went 260-some days without a win to all of a sudden possibly making the playoffs at some point. (laughs) Because welcome to MLS, everybody. Freaking MLS. Um, Yeah. uh, I don't know what to expect from Philadelphia. I'm lying. I know exactly what to expect from Philadelphia. They're not making the playoffs. (laughs) This was he's pretty sure uh, as well. Um... This isn't like I would have Chicago in front of Philly too. If you're asking me who would you put him above, I would put him in front of Montreal, in front of Philadelphia, mm. in front of New England. Um, uh, possibly even Columbus, but I think Columbus has that, that, you know, more of a question mark here. But um, yeah, no playoffs for Philly. Uh, David's team has to suffer yet another no playoffs for Philly. horrible season. The good news is, is that Galaxy will not be the Philadelphia Union this year. No, they will not. All right, guys, we we made it through the entire league. That's it. That is everyone. All right, guys, every see, single team. See you guys in 2019. Oh man, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for powering through this shit. This is Eliezer House episode 101. This is David and Lewis saying goodbye. Good night, everyone. We look forward to a good season. Uh Yep, uh, here's to uh, a much better 2018, and be sure to stay, stay tuned to Balls and Beers. We have a special surprise for you guys. Thanks, everybody. Later. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode.